Nigga, what are you eating? Mike and Ike's. <laughs> There's no Man, reason so for you to be smacking his heart. Where do you even find Mike and Ike's in the city of LA? There's a chance it's really a creep. Box. That's what I'm saying. This thing is a creep. Like, whoever like, packages this man's Amazon's orders probably be concerned as hell. Nigga order like, two boxes full of just, like, sunflower seeds, like, wholesale sunflower seeds. Then he followed it up with a wholesale thing of Mike and Ike's. No, it's nasty. Uh-uh. It's actually nasty. Man down the whole mandate. No time to pick and choose. I die for each of all these dates. Ain't got shit to lose. Grill getting cleaned off the day. Scraping off jigaboos. Niggas can't hold my weight unless they on the moon. They can't copy with sloppy. Can't keep passing out cheese sheets. This one fucked it likewise. Lately been hard to reach me. No signal, no time slot. Making me nails and snail me. Escargo and cauliflower. Dance on the work like B Street. Too so high like Bywa. What you know about that wild style? Paint punch hole like BB. Fill him up with some gunpowder. Leftover get reheat. Nigga act like me doubt Don't doubt me, I am D Street. Sell a whole nigga some talcum powder. All that drip be seamless. Came a long way from the pink sheet. Evicted by 50 times. Ain't had time to be lenient. Keep shit balanced alkaline. They see I'm so little soul to speak. Thank me to the Wi Fi. Brain cells in my imagery. If I'm a guess, I'm a guess. I'm a guess Taj liked it. And I'm a guess Vince was cool on it, but he had some gripes. I don't think he liked the slow R&B shit. Am I right, Vince? You're wrong. Um, I actually loved it, the R&B. I love the fact that Don made some R&B, R&B records. Uh, I will admit, I was skeptical at first. Uh, double standards was whatever. But when that swinging on Westheimer came in, track seven. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't even know what Westheimer like. Where's Westheimer? I don't even know where that's at. It must be in Houston, but I felt it like I was, like it's in uh, the Netherlands or something. Westheimer. It does. I felt like I was on Westheimer. Where wherever that was, I <laughs> felt like I was on Westheimer. Like the melodies. I think Don is just a melody machine. Like you can put the most empty beat under him, and you can put the same three notes, the same two chords. It doesn't matter. He's gonna go off on twenty. 20 30 different melodies melodic runs throughout the record and i think that's just like that's kind of he was just dragging that i think across the whole album in a good way like kind of just proving that nobody else can really do what he does he's one of a kind um damn it was a lot of praise i think it was a solid i mean yeah i don't think it's like instant classic but it's definitely a very standout project, like where he's separating himself from a lot of niggas with this project. Um, finally, I like the two Travis features, and I wanted to highlight that Smoke record with Heaven and Sofago, because I've been high on both of them for a while now on this podcast, and they came through and they delivered. So shout out to Heaven, shout out to Sofago. How do you feel about the timing of it? What do you mean? For it. Oh, just like the timing? Like just how I feel. Just because it's such a, a... To me, it's a switch up from heaven to hell. Like There were some tracks that maybe were getting toward this, but this was a complete like curveball. It feels more like an album to me, which I like. Yeah. It's just more complete. Um, heaven or Hell was really cool, too. That's the thing. It was a solid project. But the fact that this kind of makes me forget about Heaven or Hell um, is a good thing. Uh... I think I know who Don Tolliver is now, so that's cool. I, I I think I killed Heaven or Hell because I said it didn't feel like an album. 
at the time. It didn't it didn't feel like an album. It just felt like a mixtape where he was like trying sounds. And I still think that's what it was. But now after hearing The Life of a Don, I know that Don Tolliver isn't really a thematic album person. He's more of a sonic thematic. Like his his themes come from the sound of the project. Kind of like how Travis's shit, like you can hear a beat, like just the instrumental. And you could tell like, oh, this was an Astroworld beat. Oh, this was a rodeo beat. And I think that's kind of what Don Tolliver is, but more so like just his like voice. That's what the life of Don is. I thought the project, I think you say you thought Vance would be, say it was cool. I think that's how I view it. I think it's cool. It's like, I liked uh, the Westheimer song. I liked the uh, track with Baby Keem and I liked you. Those are like the only three tracks I really revisit and five times. So four tracks I revisit. Other than that, I don't really care too much for any particular track. I more so the thing that made me excited about the project was just like rap in general. Like the fact that this project is like is able to exist in the rap realm is crazy. Like it just shows how diverse rap as a genre is. Like this is a rap dash R and B album and it doesn't sound forced. It sounds like so like the perfect ingredient almost. And I thought that was an interesting thing to me. You know perfect why? Ingredient. You know you know why it sounds like the perfect ingredient? Because his predecessor was the, it was meant to be the perfect ingredient in the hip hop space, Mr. Scott, but he dropped the ball. Um, and Don, I think Don is filling that role. I feel like both of y'all. I feel like in one corner with Vance, I feel like yeah, like this was kind of unexpected. He really kind of captured the essence. Of like the album, it really felt like an album experience. Like just all the songs sounded just cohesive, sounded like they belong together. And then I agree with Taj Money. Like he is driven sonically, and like that's what really drives the project. It's just kind of the melodies, the different instruments, and then Don just his voice and the way he do the auto tune and shit is it do remind you of Travis, but. That's what I really I really appreciate about it is that it is like a complete album experience. It really does feel like an album. Um, I, I, can't, I feel like y'all kind of said everything for me, so I feel like I don't really have nothing else to say. Like, I would just kind of, mm-hmm, like everything y'all would say. I, I'm, I'm high on it. I like it. I mean, the only thing I will say is I didn't, like, get thrown. Like, I felt like it was all high, but there were, like, two or three outliers where it was like, all right. Like, I ain't, like, get thrown at all. And so are you guys are you after this project? Are you guys higher, lower, or at the same projection? I'm at for the Don same Oliver? spot. Okay, but that was only because I was high on Don originally. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like this was a great follow up. So I think I'm a little lower, but that's because I was with Vance, very, very high on Don Tolliver. I'm not like low on you Don Tolliver like now, but regression? no, not a regression. Just like I don't know. I think this is. Don Tolliver, like all his projects have now have kind of been in the same like score range for me, three straight projects, and they've all been good. But I don't know, maybe he doesn't have that like crazy, crazy shit, which isn't a bad thing. Not many people would have that, but but you want to like change the genre? You want you want this to be like a transformative album? That's what you was expecting. No, I think he just wanted a thematic, more like an album, like a con- like not concept album. But I think I, I know what Taj. I see Taj's disappointment. I just I think I, the drop in general was just so spontaneous for me. I didn't even have enough time to like have expectations for the album. It just dropped and then it sounded pretty good. And I was like, hmm, good job, Don. I mean, Sonic. 
that's that's my point. Like sonically, it sounds great. Um, I also didn't really listen to the singles, so I I like the singles. Like what you need, I like that. Drugs and hella melodies, I like that song. So I remember you hated like, both of those singles. I like what you need when yeah, they he came hated out. both of them. <laughs> you hated Who, both of them. Yeah, he no, told you. us it was too much. No, I didn't like. Yes, you did. No, 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 no. No, he he, did, he didn't hate the Kaliuchis one. He hated what you need. And he hated the internet money track. I didn't exactly. I I didn't. I hated Lemonade. That's what I'm saying. Because after Lemonade and all the internet money songs, Lemonade is on here. No, no, it's not. That's oh. what I'm saying. After those songs, though, I, I stopped listening. to. I didn't listen. I was like, I'm just done listening to Don singles until he drops the album. So I missed What You Need completely. And then I just refused. I just didn't listen to Drugs and Hello Melodies. Don Tolliver is 27. Um, I did not know he was. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm definitely a little lower on Don Tolliver. Not crazy lower. I mean, yeah, he's but, not like. I'm telling you. Invest yourself I mean, Fago stock. Invest yourself Fago stock right now. You're contr- you're you will cr- not lose. Your critique is valid because the content was like, what is the life of a Don? Like, I'm not sure. I was just. <laughs> come on. We're not. Come on. It was this just the unfair. melodies, though. That's what this I'm saying. For what it was for, the melodies were cool. Like, I really enjoyed the melodies and that made up for it. So, like, I didn't really care to hear what he was saying. Like, and I think also I'm just that type of person, too. Like, what type of listener are you? Like, when I listen to music, I'm a, like. This is gonna sound so corny. I don't know how else to explain it, but just a vibe, nigga. Like the words be cool, but like I'm hardly ever like I mean, that's what I'm that saying. focused on the music, I, I, like listening to the lyrics. Well, I don't know why y'all were looking for bars and Don Tolliver. Like that's the most vibe. Oh, no, not bars. He's saying themes. Like I what know. was he talking about? I mean, about? I'm like, saying you know what I mean. Same difference, but like he's the most vibesy nigga of all time. Like I don't even know why we're trying to deep dive into a Don Tolliver project. It is interesting that you said the Sofago thing because I I've done a. I was high on Sofago, then I went low on Sofago, and now I think I'm coming back up on Sofago. It was, and it, it was the whole reason I thought it was interesting was because like I was high on Sofago when Cardi was like MIA, and I was like, I need some something to fill this hole. Right. <laughs> and Sofago was one of the people I used with that energy, that level of energy. Who was like, okay, you and like ten other niggas, you guys will make up until Cardi returns. Then Cardi dropped a whole lot of red, and I hated Sofago. Like, I told Vance, like, every episode. I was like, this nigga sucks. Nigga turned on him. <laughs> like, immediately. Same shit y'all did same to night it dropped. <laughs> Same shit y'all did to Key. And now, whole lot of red. It's been, like, 10 months since then. I just re-listened to, uh, I forgot the name of the project, but the, like, blue cover with his, uh, with him looking yeah. down. I just re-listened to it. I was like, okay, it's good again. So, I'm back on the Sofago train. I bought, sold, <laughs> I'm buying, buying the stock again. Buy, buy in, please. I want to talk about. I just want to talk about my girl Summer Walker. Let's talk about it. Summer Watch. This is what we should have started the podcast with. You still can. Summer Walker has already announced. Still over it. She announced that a while ago, a couple weeks ago. You know. Um, but we got a track list. We've got the amazing track list. We've got a single coming Friday featuring JT. I don't even know what that's gonna really sound like because. I don't know about y'all. I'm not the biggest JT fan. I just haven't heard that much music from her. Do you know if she's had songs like on with R&B artists before? You're asking the wrong guy. All right, just making sure. <laughs> um, I'm excited. I like the City Girls. I'm excited to hear Summer Walker with a City Girl. I'm excited to hear that because Summer's still from Atlanta, so I'm I'm hoping. She, yeah, she definitely fits the City Girl brand. That's what I'm saying. I'm hoping we still kind of get some Atlanta. I'm just excited for the album. I'm excited. 
and then the outro track. The fact that she told us the only songs on there, Sierra's Prayer. Man, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I have no words to describe it. But when I look, and the album is called Still Over It, and then, like, the song, like, all this, like, the first couple songs are, like, let me just load the track. Let me just find the track list. She didn't drop the whole track list. I was about to say. She just uh said who would be featured on it. It's Ari Lennox, Lil Durk, SZA, and JT. Right, okay, so for the first Ari songs Lennox, were, the Lil first Durk, song. So the first song was Bitter. And JT. The first song was Bitter. Then the next was X for a reason. And then the only other song we get is Sierra's Prayer. I'm like, yo, what is about to come in the middle of those songs? There's like four different potential topics all in this like (laughs) slight teaser of a track list. One, Ari Lennox and SZA and Summer Walker on the same project. You got like the three tiers of stardom. In women R&B right now You got Ari Lennox The underrated You got Summer Walker The super duper rated And you got SZA The appropriately rated I'm confused though Because they said You timeline. said that she overrated Summer Walker I didn't say over I said the super duper rated Like everybody loves her And then SZA The appropriately rated In between Everybody don't love Sada You say she appropriate What that mean People love Summer Way more than SZA Really Well I just noticed Summer yes. get way more love Than SZA and the numbers back it up. I mean, Summer's a label head. This is a, is, but yeah, man, Sierra, not to say she has one of the most infamous ex stories of all time, but her ex is, that nigga future is different. So Sierra's I need to know prayer. what, I need to know what she was praying kind, about. Kind of corny. She praying for Russ, nigga. This, one, this is kind of corny. <laughs> Vance is excited. I don't know. That scares me. <laughs> you don't want Sierra's prayer? Like, you don't no. want her, like, blessing the, that blessing doesn't sound the relationship? Like some, that sound like the name of a Drake song. Which something is Kalani would do. Excited. Kalani would give us you Sierra's but you're prayer. But you're not seeing, the, you're not seeing the, the uh, symbolism in the fact that Sierra embraced Christianity through her new relationship with Russell Wilson. So the prayer itself is her talking about her moving into that new life and that new love. Nigga, you think, think I don't know what Sierra's prayer means? <laughs> she got dates on all the songs. Yeah, she's saying, I think that's she's trying to say that's when they made them. I'm going to be the first to call. That's straight cap. Sorry. If it is not cap, then I apologize. But there's no way the track list is when they made the Like, just from how we're putting together this 4K project, there's no way thematically the songs came out that way. There's just no way. But... Is, is Little Dirt oversaturated? Yeah, I wanted to talk about that too. We can just kind of <laughs> switch real quick. Um, Dirk has just had a crazy rebrand. Like, we don't, it doesn't have to be a topic that we talk or argue. I just wanted to really acknowledge the fact that Dirk had an entirely just a whole nother like booming career like eight, seven, eight years ago. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I mean, he just booming. matured, nigga. Like, but no, like, he was like, he had years in Chicago drill. That's what and, I'm saying. And now he's... He just evolved. I respect it. Nah, it's but, a full rebrand. I mean, it's definitely an evolution, but it's just wild. Because it's not like he was under the radar and uh, and then he popped up. It's like, nah, this nigga had a whole nother life. I saw somebody compare it to Titty Boy to 2 Chains, which I thought was like the perfect um, metaphor, perfect comparison. Because 2 Chains had probably like the greatest rebrand in all of rap. Like one of them. Um... 
Which, yeah, I thought that was super interesting. Because Dirk is everywhere. Like, they got Dirk on everything. Like, it's like, come on. That's and what I'm saying. He's, ha- he, he's having his run. I respect it. Every every artist has had their run where they I, just was like, damn, they on everything. Wayne had it. <laughs> that's true. Drake had it. Future had it. Look at, look at how I, you name it. These are not the same runs. Lil Dirk is running too much right now is what I'm saying. He's spreading himself too thin at the moment. I think why you say that you because Lil Durk's talented enough to really weak? run rap, not rap in general for years, but he's talented enough to be like a top five figure in rap for years. He's getting the bag, and it's there right now. He's just like full sprint. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do like songs with Phase Clan. I'm like, bro, like slow no, down, no, that, some that, just that do nice. a little oh, yeah, slow. Yeah, yeah, that was he folded on that with him and Future. They must have got a bag though, but that <laughs> well, was crazy. I was like, Future, damn. Future will do a song with anybody, but then I'm like, this is sick. And then he's on the Who Wants Smoke remix. It's like, it's just a lot. It's just saturation. That's the word. It's yeah, not he could have stopped music. after the, the Him and Baby collab. He could have just disappeared for like the next year. He would have been good. He already dropped one of the, uh, the Voice was a great album. He should have just then, done a tour for Voice yeah. of the Streets with Baby. Just chill. But I guess. How much you think he getting for a feature? Probably a good amount. But That's like, what I'm saying. He I mean, you gotta, win. you gotta. Think about the cost. Like it's a law of diminishing returns. Eventually, like if you get this X amount for the features, but your quality goes down, and now like your name value goes down, like eventually, how much is it going to really last in the long run? Like, how much could you have made with limited features? Speak and a higher to the quality price? of the features. Then, like, how have you been feeling? That's about the thing. The I haven't been have... feeling. I think he's ordering himself down. It's like, like I'm not feeling. Oh, you don't these think are high quality your... features? I don't think this is high quality Dirk. Like, in reality, Dirk's like, well, nah, the voice is very, very good. But still, I think Dirk's like real ascension, this like rebrand. I guess if we're going to use that, it like really happened like 2018, 2019 is when it's like I really started yeah. to notice it. Love songs to the streets. And now it's like, Love I don't know. He's not, he's not going at that same level of like potency as he was two years ago now. Like, so yeah, that's kind of scary. Star, nigga. He going pop. That's not an excuse. Thank you. I think that's Taj's point. <laughs> but we, that's exactly what I'm saying. Every time we always say it's not an excuse, and it just it's like not. But it's, it's just there's no. Such, uh, you also have to realize, chance that like there is a such thing as a pop star, but there's not. None of these definitions are exist. He's Dirk. <laughs> Make better music. <laughs> that's all. It's I'm simple. Saying. It's simple. But I I don't know. Yeah, it's too. I mean, double edged sword. I because it's like, yeah, know. it's like what Westside said about Griselda dropping 20 albums a year. It's like, yeah, we're going to get ours while our time is hot. Because when our time isn't hot, nobody's going to want albums from us. So might as well drop while our fans want it. I would argue that you make yourself burn out quicker with that. But we can get back quick, cap it off with Summer, then go into Unheard. So she said in the post, still over it is a story and every story has a beginning. Then she talked about the single with JT. The single's titled X for a Reason. So you guys think this whole album is going to be on, some oh, on London on the track? This whole album is about to be her ex, about to be about her ex. I think so. Well, I don't know though, cause she was with London over somebody else, right? I have no clue. I mean, just think about it. She made the album with London called Over It, meaning. She oh, you think it's about that it, old nigga? You think it's about it's the still, over it? She's nigga. still over it. She's just still over it. Okay. Or, or I see what you're saying. It's a continuation, and it's like she's still over it. Like <laughs> after all this time, like 
her her status of over it has not changed. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What else could it possibly be? Like, uh, I'm still over that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Me doing a reenactment is nasty, yo. I don't know why you made that sound effect. <laughs> uh, I'm still over. I'm still over that shit. Yo, I'm weak. Um, I mean, it could, I don't know if it'll be. So wait, what was the other one called? Bitter and then X with X for a reason. Ooh, but she technically, JT, but she technically made wild, that. Yo. But she made that with when she was with London, though. That was all the way back in 2019, right? I thought you said you weren't putting stock into these dates. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, these probably the open file dates. Like the song probably wasn't completed. This probably when she opened the file, though. No facts. <laughs> these definitely look like. Cause how the fuck? I was like, she got a notepad. Come on, huh? She went to File Explorer. She said, sort by recent. Earliest, Full breakup earliest. album from Summer right now is pretty dangerous. I don't I don't want that. I mean, I, I want it as a music listener, but just as like a living nigga, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want to yeah, see facts. those tweets as on my living, timeline. As a living nigga, I don't want Summer. <laughs> Bring it on, son. Bring it on. Nah, Summer Walker is really like the voice. Like, <laughs> she's like the woman's voice. I realized Son, that like two projects Summer Walker, ago. Summer Walker and JT are literally the voice and the hero. <laughs> this is not going to be a good JT single. is the hero? Yeah, she's the definition of the hero. She's unsung. <laughs> I don't know. She got Ari Lennox on his joint and scissors. So it's definitely about to be like destroying niggas. Like. Ari gonna be there to bring some peace. No Mel features gonna bring the hard. peace, but she I'm not gonna sign that hard. Sierra, she got Sierra on here too. Like niggas forgetting. Sierra <laughs> gonna, excited for Sierra. Sierra gonna say a whole prayer. She I might hope as well Sierra doesn't actually pray. I hope she, she might as well. I hope it goes the, the other route of her shitting on future versus praying to Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> you rather have shit on future or sh- uh, pray for Russell Wilson? The shit on future. That's way harder. I don't I know. I think, I think she's. I think she she's gonna bring pray. Her future. She's, she's gonna. She, no. She passed that. She's just gonna pray for a Russ. She's gonna like wish a, a Russ on Ooh. summer, and that's gonna end the album. And then look, but though look, the music industry might get nasty. Summer really might get married, like Offset and Cardi B did, just for so they can get the the album. Summer's gonna be back with London two weeks after this album drops. I was about to say, yeah, <laughs> they they did a good job of just. I mean, they didn't even have to sell a breakup. They just both. They just didn't post them. <laughs> like they could be together this whole time. They just she did didn't like post one live, them. like very funny. But she was going off on this nigga on one live, and that was it. Was that when she was doing the dick sucking like yeah. that thing? <laughs> yeah, I love Summer. Summer's hilarious. Summer's great. She is. She is hilarious. She's a little saying bit that and then following up with "I love Summer" is common. <laughs> she did the dick sucking. I love Summer. <laughs> she's, just, she's just hilarious. She's just hilarious. Like, yo, how do you do that on live and then also say you're gonna feed your baby like two peas and an apple? <laughs> you're Summer insane. is like, I don't understand her. She's, she's like, I think, she but it adds, but it adds. She's Kyrie it's Irving perfect. of R and B, like exactly. insane it, talent, but you can't try to understand her. And it's perfect. <laughs> you're gonna for break her fans, your brains because they're also just as fucking nuts. So they literally can see themselves. It resonates. All right, let me stop yeah. shitting on Summer Walker fans. I love all Summer Walker fans. Let's get on her artist. They can try not to get destroyed by the woman. I'm not. Bro, the ammunition um, is about to come after this project. I don't think you understand. I'm glad I deleted. No, girls everything. are gonna just be shooting off at like niggas they love. Like, <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm, I'm fearful. 
My girl like, it won't matter. Like, you could be the best boyfriend ever. Mm-hmm. Like, you're getting lyrics shouted at you <laughs> Friday night. Like, it, it literally doesn't matter. Nigga is not. Nigga is a husband. He is not getting no lyrics shouted at him. I'm not getting lyrics shouted at me, but. Yeah, facts. Relax. Come there on, now. A, it's some, so there might be a some of Walker's like the It doesn't matter. Goal, that shit, like that, shit, that shit still goes into their mind. Like, I was, no, I was fearing for my life when Summer Drop just might be a hoe. <laughs> I was like, no. Take this off the album. Please, you you would never be a hoe. You would never do that. Exactly. Skip this track. I ain't gonna lie. She she do she do have a bunch of those though potential. Like she really do be talking to that nigga. And it just be like the woman be taking that as like, yeah, you're right. Ultimate ammunition. <laughs> Shit F and in. That's what I'm saying. And the niggas are not equipped. We got Drake. We got way Who too are we sexy. Responding with, son? Way too sexy. <laughs> It's a sick response. We are not responding with way too sexy. We are definitely responding with pipe down. And we lost. Pipe down, pipe down is the only response you got. You got one response in you. You got to walk out after pipe down. You and can't like, let them get another down, play. We can't even get pipe down off because we don't even have Drake money. Like Exactly. We don't we run the streets. We, we can't tell it a pipe. <laughs> the streets don't belong to me. The streets don't. They, they don't. We got to counter with the Doja Cat, the woman. <laughs> This nigga about to lose Kill five with five. I don't know. Uh, I've got an R&B artist. This is uh Flores. This is her track, Undercover. Why can't you give me one more shot? Why can't you give me all you've got? I'll stay right here. I'll keep on giving. Don't leave me with these lonely wishes. Keep pushing me away. Blake was hard, man. It was definitely a vibe. I'm not sad enough. That's I'm glad Van said that because that's what that was my man. It's like at what point, as an artist, do you look at this and say, "Damn, like I I didn't even feel bad." Like you, normally when it's like a sad album, I'm like yeah, I relate or I feel bad for them. But this was just like borderline, bro. You could have kept this to yourself. Like it was just too no, sad. No. I was like, jeez, bro. bro like, I, the thing is, though, I could get sad, though. If you play some sad <laughs> shit, I can make myself fit the mood. Nah, nah this was like a different level of sad. Not when I just ran the whole Don Tolliver. <laughs> but the Don Tolliver also had a nigga in his feelings. Like, nigga, not like this. He, James Blake had a whole song called Funeral with just like three seven chords. Like, like this shit started sad and just shit. got sadder and sadder and sadder. Sadder and sadder. <laughs> I like felt bad. I was like, bro. Is this like really a cry for help right now, James Blake? Like, I don't know if this album is that good or if it's like, I don't know. Somebody <laughs> should check on you, though. No, like, somebody <laughs> should definitely check on him because this came out of nowhere and it's hella sad. But that SZA track. Yeah. I mean, listen, the album going to go crazy when special. the snow comes. When the snow starts falling. In LA. We live in Los Angeles. All, all of you, our snow. <laughs> when is this going to happen for you? 
Nigga, like. What? Just, it's a metaphor. Have you ever seen snow? snow? Do they have snow in Louisiana? When it get chilly, like. Like twice. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be right. So you think it's cold music? That's the thing. I don't even think it's necessarily I mean, winter listen, music. It, I think it's, it's just sad as shit. Like, I don't even. Like, I. I just don't know when it wouldn't. It's like yes. those days where you're like sad you're like, as hell, you, and somebody's like, "There's somebody who has it worse." Like this album is that nigga yes. who has it worse. Like <laughs> yes. on your it's worst like, day, that's who this album <laughs> is. I'm like, jeez, bro. <laughs> like why people like w- love watching sad movies when they're sad, or like reality TV when their life is out of control? Because it's like there's always somebody whose life is more out of control. This is like that. Good this analogy. nigga French broke his heart. Damn. Just look at that. You gotta listen to the album. If you don't, just look at the track (laughs) track title. Shit starts with famous last words. Life is not the same. Funeral. Friends break your heart. Lost Angel Nights. Like if I'm insecure, I'm like, bro, James. It was hard though. It was good music, yo. I might have to really get really sauced one night and let out a good cry. I might have to force a cry to this album. Cause. Yeah, looking at those track lists, that's a track list. That that is really ridiculous. I'm concerned. But I know they got a lot of rain in the UK. It really just could be that, you know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, you, y- you niggas live in LA where it's sunny every day. That's what I'm saying. Like the winter is coming, like it's finna start snowing. Like niggas in Seattle, like you looking at them clouds every day, nigga. You is sad, nigga. Like, we don't have to deal with that. We leave for work in the morning with a little with a little tech fleece hoodie. Cover my step, yeah. A little text me, so that you feeling good. You ain't, you ain't, you know what I'm saying. You ain't hit the low. You ain't hit the bone right quick. You got a little. You know what I'm saying. You, you leave, you leave it feeling good. Other niggas don't have it like that, man. You in fucking Utah, nigga. Like nigga, you hate your life. Like you leave, you get dark at like Utah four o'clock. No you know what I mean. So there's standouts though. Life is not the same. Is incredible. Uh, Vance mentioned coming back. Incredible. Uh, Metro Boomin produced. I think foot forward but there's good production all throughout he like there's good production all throughout uh frozen was good with jid and suave i never heard of suave but his verse was like harder than jid and i'm a big jid fan so it was a good project Suave is um just really sad to metro he had a really good feature like he outdid jid and jid like never He's, gets out rap you should listen to a song he has i might just play it for my unheard i'll just do that but yeah continue your review that, that was it. It's a really jit, good the project. The jit was fire. Yeah, the it was, jit was fire. I don't even really like jit like that, and it was fire. It was one of my favorites on the album. So, props to James Blake for producing that record, just in general. The other project that I listened to this week, uh, Alchemist dropped a thing of ours too. If you guys, did you guys listen to that? Do you guys care? Bro, I feel like the Alchemist has dropped three projects in the last three weeks. I you can't might keep have. up, brother. So he drops like was, one so every what, three weeks. So what was the one with with Mavi that with that song? That was this one. That was the lead song off this one. Because I feel like I heard that they were doing a tape, like or Alchemist. I just feel like Alchemist is making so much music; it's ridiculous. This but, was his seventh project of the year. Jesus, when Bo Jackson was already arguably. Top three rap project of the year. Wait, did we didn't we did we rank Bo Jackson? Yeah, as well, album of the right. year contender. No, I didn't make my album of the year. I put it in great though. I don't know where y'all put it. I think Vance I said Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson is this year though. Did we do yeah. a half year review? Seventy eight project. That was like two weeks ago, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, the tier episode. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I think we missed Bo Jack. 
How no hard is it, Vance, it. as a, to do seven projects through? I spent ten months Sam, as a producer. Sam. It just means you're insane. Seven projects is insane, and then that's not even accounting like the five, six songs he did for Mac Hami, the two he has on every Griselda project. Like, like it's pretty impressive. Second question: so I, Is it harder as a producer to do what? Uh, Alchemist is doing this year and dropping seven projects and have everyone like have your hand in all these other projects when you have like one patented sound or is it to dip more difficult to do something like a I don't want to say Metro Metro just came to mind because he was on James Blake but somebody like Metro who's diving into all these different vastly different bags which one is harder to do dash more impressive I would I would, I would definitely say Alchemist because I feel like especially in a realm of quote highly coveted rap or like luxury rap i feel like it's just you really got to come with that smoke so the fact that like niggas and they're so like hard on auth like authentic authentic damn i'm smacked authenticity and like originality so like yo the fact that all three members of griselda want like an alchemist tape and like all these niggas want alchemist sound just means that like your sound is that it's really that. I will say the Metro shit is very impressive too because it's not easy to go genre to genre. But at the same time, like like with somebody like Metro who specializes in drums, like you can just take your drum pattern to different genres. Like Metro can just throw an 808 on a country song and the country producers will literally think he's like Mozart. But it's like, no, you just took the same pattern from Savage Mode too and put the shit on a country song. Um... And I really hope that does not sound like Metro hate because he's like my favorite producer of all time. But I, th- I think what Alchemist is doing this year is just like, again, one of a kind. He's an alien. He's definitely an alien. All right. That was my producer question. What do you think would be harder? I thought it would. I thought the Metro thing would have been harder because you have to kind of I just know, like, when I'm like doing anything that's vastly di- like if I'm writing or if I'm like having a cold or if I'm having to do like look at business shit i'm like you gotta like hold different layers of your brain so i imagine it would be the same thing as a producer like versus being comfortable like when you're in like a mold doing one type of thing then yeah i could spit out like 10 great things because i'm in this like brain the thing with having to switch back and forth seems hard it's all team based so if you're a good team player then switching it's just a communication thing if you know how to communicate your ideas which is like you're an artist that should be the number one thing you're good at trans uh, communicating your ideas if you can do that then you'll succeed in any room you can apply yourself to some latin music you can apply yourself to some rap r&b as long as you know how to get off your little input and make sure it matters but see the other thing with the alchemist is like the alchemist just doesn't really make any sense actually it's, <laughs> it's kind of inconceivable it's it's kind of inconceivable mainly inconceivable for the reason that Quote unquote real rap kind of just came back like two years ago and he's already like put his foot back on it. <laughs> like, like what? But sorry, I'm just nerding out as a producer. Can I just play my unheard artist? Go off. All right, this is a little bit old, but Taj mentioned it. So this is Suave Hood Dreams. Yeah, I just need a brand new deal when I need that money all to myself. Huh. And I might run through this shit. I ain't never had nothing that shit I can't help. Uh. If I get paid today, I'ma hit the mall and catch the Holy Ghost. Every day I'm dreaming of a new day when niggas ain't broke no more. 
Yeah. My little cousin is Jay, he look up to me. I don't wanna let him see this shit I'm doing. I'm caught in the middle team, trapping the music. My mama say, just like my daddy, I'm stupid. For it, low dollar home training look useless. When I get around all my niggas, influence. When I get around all my niggas, we moving with this shit I'm having. They catch me, I'm ruined. Instead of this shit, man, I could've kept pooping. Now I just fuck with the gang, you the crewman. Man, back then I didn't know what I was doing. Who would've known us on the metro, get it booming? I just need a little bit of money in my pants. Uh, if I get this money up, I'ma make the whole hood dance. Yeah. A brand new deal, wanna need that money all to myself huh. And I might run through this shit, I ain't never had nothing that shit I can't help uh. If I get paid today, I'ma hit the mall and catch the Holy Ghost Every day I'm dreaming of a new day when niggas ain't broke no more My, my UK queen, across the pond, she's back I don't know if y'all heard the single that, or the little snippet that she posted on uh, IG Live um, But it sounds like hello quality, it sounds like... Uh, <laughs> I can't even remember what was not the rolling in the deep, but there was one more on there. It sounds like that, like it just sounds great. It sounds potent. It sounds sad. She came out in an interview with I can't even remember who, but she said, you know, I'm not blaming my ex this album. I'm 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 really taking it on myself and taking accountability and seeing myself as potentially the reason for this divorce and for this failed relationship. And that that is just remarkable. Adele <laughs> is taking a stance for what for seven billion women or sorry, three point five four billion women around the world. Adele might be the first to publicly admit that she was the reason for the failed relationship. And, trying if to get this, and if this album sells what I think is gonna sell, Adele really, really might be doing something with this movement. With this, what do you think is gonna sell? I mean, Adele is, she's the, I think the greatest, I think literally the greatest streaming artist of our generation above Drake and all those niggas. So it should do like low, like five, five. Oh, you're lowballing, you're lowballing. Five to seven first week, five, five to six. You think that's lowball? Yeah, let's see. What was it, last album, 25? I feel like that did like a million <laughs> No, yeah, Adele, 25, 25 went ridiculous. It's just so impossible to gauge. It just sold 3.38 million first week <laughs> in the U.S. alone. Yeah, never mind, yeah. never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. That's the largest singles sell first week for an album since Nielsen began tracking point of sale music purchases no, I told in 1991. You, I told, no, I told you, she's the greatest streaming artist alive. Um, That's insane. And you know what's crazy is that she keeps all of her royalties. She's independent. She's indie. Or she was for a while. Now she has a deal. But for a while, she was indie. And I think now on her quote-unquote deal, she still gets a stupid percentage. But um, that's why she's allowed to drop like every eight years. She's not on a regular label deal like Travis, who has to deliver an album every year. But this is a little tangent. That album is going to be fucking great, and it's going to sell a lot. And Adele is just amazing. She put those ridiculous Jamaican locks or, or Bantu knots in her hair. Well, we forgave her. We act like we didn't even see it because that's I Adele. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. So, <laughs> oh no, I didn't. I did not see it. <laughs> you didn't see that picture? No. <laughs> oh no, nah, you gotta see Adele with the Vantu knot. She was at like a carnival festival. She had the. She literally had like a whole. It was hilarious. They were just like, "Yo, who?" Like Skepta got her wild. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, um, we got that coming up. That's just what. That's really what I'm excited for this week. I'm excited for Young Thug. I don't know why Vance 
is more excited for Adele. But I'm excited for Young Thug. This I'll tell is, you why. Why? Because the Thug rollout was trash. That's at first this this saddened me at first that the rollout was trash, but this is what I want from Young Thug. I you want, might be underdog now. Yeah, I want <laughs> I want the trash rollout. I want a shitty album cover. I want features with niggas whose names don't belong next to your name. This That's is what like, I want from you, yeah. Young Thug. I don't want a, I don't want Lil Baby. I don't want, I do want Gunna, but I don't want these other names. I want niggas that's like, I want Duke. <laughs> I want the niggas on the project who like, are borderline ruin the song. I want to see Birdman's name again. That's what I want from Young Thug. So, the worse yeah, rollout, the better. When Thug gets on songs with niggas on the track list who could potentially ruin the whole song, that's when Thug puts the team on his back the most. <laughs> You know how like good nigga- <laughs> Young Thug is? The fact that I like... What, what project is that? Is that? Which slime season is that? Uh, Was it 2? The one that had all the features? Barter 6. And they had Berman on that shit like 5 times. And I don't skip a single moment on that project. It's great. And it's great. <laughs> it's great. I'm excited for the Thug. I just hope like... He went really commercial last time. So like Taj... That's why I said like... I would have rather like a... um. Like a slime season or something, like a whole mixtape. Like fuck the album. Like where's slime season four? But I'm excited. It's Thug. He he has hardly ever done us wrong. Also, I wouldn't be mad if he the album is titled Punk. I wouldn't be mad if he really really leaned into the punk theme. Like he like what was that project? Beautiful Thug Girls, one of my favorite albums ever. Like he came out of nowhere with this country theme. Like he just come out of nowhere with a rock theme and make it hard. That means Thug has basically dove into like three genres and done it very well. Like I'll, we I'll see if he go succeeds. on a crazy Thug rant if he su- successfully does like a punk rock theme on his project. We got to see if he succeeds because Wayne tried it and failed miserably. Yeah, killed his whole like his, his whole momentum. <laughs> yeah. His whole momentum. Yeah, was kind of killed by that electric guitar era, skinny jeans and truck fit. But, um. I mean, if there was a guy to go for it, go for the record. It's like Lamar with the Vic records. It's like Thug might as well go for all go for all the all the Wayne accomplishments or all the Wayne feats. Um, yep, yeah, I'm excited. Agreed. Anything Other else? Projects. Uh, there's other projects, but I didn't even get a chance to listen to them yet. Uh, Jules. She's like a DJ, I think, from the UK. I don't even yes, know where Jules. she's from. No, not yes, Jules. <laughs> and she's Jules. I played her once on um on here, but she dropped the project. She's got like Wiz Kid. It's technically under worldwide for the genre, but there's just a whole bunch of cool features. So I'll be back with an update on that next week. Uh, Mick Jenkins is dropping a project also on the 15th. Elephant in the room. You guys care about Mick Jenkins? He dropped that classic in like 2017, and then everybody just kind of gave excited. up on him. He always has he phenomenal production. Which, when, what year did Water come out? Yeah, I was about to say the like Water Giant. No, oh, Water well, was like 2013, 2014. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, he had the classic in 2013, then everybody just gave up on him. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, he, had another, he, had a, he had another project that had like a red cover that was pretty solid after that. Um, but his production has always been... His production has always been super solid, so I'm excited. I'm a, I'm gonna probably listen. I didn't know he was dropping though. Yeah, I might be it. I don't know if we have too many albums. I did go back and listen to that Young Maul album. 
Not bad. Does Pink Panthers drop Friday too? Yeah, but she's already dropped half the project. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you're not wrong. 10 tracks, she's already dropped five. We got like six more minutes of music. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, alrighty then. I have no announcements. Actually, what week is it? I'll make that announcement next week. I'll make an announcement that I have an announcement coming next week. <laughs> All right. I, I have no last words. Uh, follow us on Spotify. I think we're like 10 followers away on Spotify from triple digits. That'd be cool. Uh, follow us on Instagram. You don't have to follow us. Matter of fact, delete your social medias. Just let your social media be us every Wednesday. Let us be your social media. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, rate us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, follow us wherever else the podcast may appear. And that's my last words. Chance will now take us out with his unheard artist. Play uh, Jamila Woods Baldwin featuring Nico Sigal. Precious little fear Your precious little fear You could change your hood Just by showing your face Condo climbing high Now the black is erased You don't get it You clutch on your purse Now you cross in the street Brother caught your eye Now you calling police You don't get it Podcast over, dog.